everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. This is um, this podcast is about book one in the Something Witchy series, Chaos This Way Comes. By the pricking of my thumb, something wicked this way comes. Macbeth, Act 4, Scene 1, written by William Shakespeare in 1605. In chapter one, we talked about, let me see, I'm going to give you a little synop here. Um, In the last chapter, and you can hear me uh, turning pages too, Gwendolyn Whitmore, a kind witch, was broadsided by a tornado as she was conjuring a spell on a hillside. She had no idea there was a house in that funnel. Her will, however, reveals that as a witch, she cannot go to heaven because there is no place for witches to live there. Fortunately, Gwen and her sister Glynis inherit an uninhabitable piece of fossilized property from a distant grandmother. Glynis, as a solution to the problem, bequeaths this this property to heaven so her sister will have a place to live as well as all the other witches. The story continues now as you get a view of heaven, by the way, this is my personal version, and meet a few of the inhabitants. FYI, all the books in this series are are available on Amazon and other online sites, book sites. You can also leave a voice message, and I'm not entirely sure how that works, but the link is on the podcast view. For the month of January, this book is available for 99 cents. And by the way, I would love to hear your comments. So let's begin with chapter two. We start in the angelic kingdom. in the corporate offices of Archangels, Inc. Before you meet A.M., who is in charge of running heaven and the entire angelic kingdom, you need to understand that heaven is like. You need to understand, I'm sorry, what heaven is like. Heaven sits up above the atmosphere, stratosphere, and mesosphere that surrounds planet Earth. Heaven is huge. It's vast and it's larger than all the planets of Earth's system, all the star systems and all the galaxies and Milky Ways, all the black holes, green holes, and any other holes you can think of. Heaven is huge. And it's filled with gorgeous light. White light, purple light, yellow light, all the colors of the rainbow light and especially divine light. And clouds, beautiful, fluffy, cirrus, cumulus clouds, unicorn clouds, you name it, they're there. A few humans have experienced heaven and actually were there. Most humans go there when they die. There they meet St. Peter and are ushered through the pearly gates. Joshua 
is the only angel who is allowed to go back and forth between heaven and earth. He spends most of his time at the Battle of Jericho, waiting for the battles and for the walls to tumble down. When that happens, and there are no more wars, he can come back and live in heaven permanently. Meanwhile, he's on call, and he meets the new entry and entrance to fly them to their heavenly destinations. Everyone is happy in heaven, and who wouldn't be? New entrants are amazed at how busy heaven really is. There are so many different angels. You will recognize them immediately. Let's begin with the police angels. These angels all wear blue robes, which separates them from the rest of the angels who usually wear white. Police robe colors range from light blue for the young rookies to the darkest blue for the seasoned officers. They have special badges on their sleeves to denote how they arrived here in the line of duty. They are fastidious about their roads and wings and, and are required to have them cleaned weekly at the angel wing and robe wash. They wear visor hats over their halos, which keep their caps, which keeps their caps in place as they fly about. Oh yes, they have these small annoying whistles, which they use to occasionally get another angel's attention. They also keep the traffic flowing serenely, which is their main job. Then there are the business angels who carry laptops and are always hurrying here and there. <laughs> you have them on earth too, don't you? The professor angels you will recognize immediately. They teach at Angel Academy, where all new entrants must attend when they arrive. That is where they learn how to fly and how to stay on a cloud, among other things. Most of them carry briefcases with books test papers, pencils, and very large erasers. Next, you may see a few librarians, angels, of course. They wear big reading glasses with thick lenses and help you find the book or reference you may need for your studies or just to look up some bit of information. There are so many different angels. You would be right at home immediately for heaven isn't that much different from Earth. I must, however, mention the unemployed angels who are sitting around waiting for some human to call upon them. Angels love to help and like to be needed. The most important angel here, though, is our beloved A.M., who runs everything from his corporate offices at Archangels, Inc., See, there he is. You might want to block your ears for a few minutes, though. He has a terrible temper. They want me to do what? Archangel Michael, codename AM, bellowed at his secretary assistant, Rosemary, through the office, the inter-office widgie. I believe that is what was suge suggested, sir. Rosemary replied back softly. What the 
These are swear words, and I'm not going to tell you what they are. Am I to do with a fossilized forest? Sir, your blood pressure and your language, Rosemary reminded him. Another bad day in paradise, she thought, as she repeated her mantra. I love my job. I love my job. I love my job, which had, be, had been repeated endlessly today. Who wants to send us this piece of unsaleable real estate? A.M. asked in reasonable, almost normal tones. <clears throat> the letter is from a solicitor representing a woman who was bequeathing the property. Rosemary answered, reading from the document she had just received. It was most unusual to receive mail from Earth, but it had followed the required procedures through all of the customary offices to be received in magic mail today. The numerous stamps on the envelope proved that point. You have the original, does it look authentic? Rosemary asked. Yes, too authentic for my liking, A.M. said. Rosemary, get me Prudence Prendergast from the noisy, I'm sorry, from the nosy Sneeps. Try it again. From the nosy Snoops Detective Agency. I want to speak to her personally. Right away, sir. A few minutes later, Prudence is on the line, sir. Rosemary sent the call through. Prue, A.M. here. I need your help. And that's the end of this chapter. More to come. Stay tuned. This episode has been brought to you by Cape Cod Publishing. Cape Cod Publishing is a personalized publishing service for authors and writers who wish to publish and make a difference with their books. We believe books are one of the few forces for good in this world, and our values and beliefs are that books should present a message for good to whomever reads them. You can find us at www.capecodpublishing.com. Thank you for listening.